Thank you for tuning in to the Everyday Christian Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we show that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Here is your host, Chase Green. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green, and today, for the very first time, we've got an in-studio guest with us on the podcast today. Uh, We've had guests before through uh, phone calls and Skype and that sort of thing, but today we've got, for the first time, a a guest recording in the studio with us, Avery Hackney. Uh, Avery was a year before me at the Memphis School of Preaching. That's how we met, and uh, we became good friends. And Avery's going to talk to us about mission work for the podcast today. And uh, Avery's very passionate about mission work. And uh, Avery, if you'd like to, can you kind of introduce yourself and and then tell us how you got started with uh, mission work? Well, Chase, uh, I want to first show my appreciation for inviting me and letting me be on this podcast with you. I'm really excited to talk about mission work. Anytime we can talk about mission work, uh, I feel like there's never enough uh, discussion to be had on this subject. So thank you for that. And uh, for those of you who do not know me, uh, I'm a 2016 graduate of the Memphis School of Preaching. As was just stated, I went to school with Chase. And, and since since my graduation, I've been working stateside as a full-time minister um, in the state of Missouri. I've worked with two congregations there. And uh, as, as was stated, I really love mission work. I'm very passionate about mission work. And a lot of people think just because you're a minister, you can't really do mission work because you can't take time off in order to you know, you know, go overseas, but I hope that's not the way we view mission work because it's not necessarily an event that you do or an action that you do as much as a lifestyle. And living evangelistic lifestyle and a, a mission-minded life is uh, basically shown to us in Scripture and all the apostles. I mean, that's how they had to live. It wasn't. It wasn't that Paul had three mission trips and that was it. Right, that's somehow sometimes how we frame it when we make these discussions and start these discussions about mission work. However, Paul lived a life of missions. Do you think that after those three trips, he ceased to convert people? <laughs> no, you know, it's it's about living a lifestyle, and uh, of course, we're going to talk a little bit today about actual trips and actual things like that. But uh, but I love talking about mission work and and hopefully changing the way we view it. Yeah, I really appreciate you uh, talking about how it's a lifestyle, and you know it doesn't matter where you do mission work, whether it's overseas or or local missions, which I, I kind of want to talk about here in a little bit. Uh, the point of the matter is, you know, evangelism, and you know, the world is a mission field, and so we definitely want to see it as a lifestyle, as opposed to uh, a singular event that maybe happens once a year, uh, which is kind of what some people view mission work as is okay well i'm just going to take a trip and and then that's it and uh there's never another bible study or or uh evangelism whatsoever you know focus uh, after that event so i appreciate you mentioning that and as far as the mission works that you have been uh, involved in you want to tell us uh, how many particular trips you have taken and to what locations uh, you have done mission work uh, at? 
Yeah, so my first mission trip was in 2015, I believe it was, and it was to Panama, uh, the country um, just in Central America. And then my second trip was to Tanzania, Africa, and then I took a trip to Myanmar, Burma after that, and then I took another trip to Tanzania, and then my most recent trip was to the Philippines. And so those are the countries I've spent the most time in. Now, however, as I said before, mission work is a lifestyle. And so just think about it this way. You, you work for a long, you know, extended periods of time in certain countries. But as you're traveling to and from, there's a lot of evangelistic opportunities. And so, for instance, one, one year when I was going to Tanzania, I had a, a layover in Iceland. And, and, and you know... We might not send a missionary to Iceland, but as you're there as a minister, you can try your best to evangelize who you can in the small period of time you have. So overall, missions has have taken me to 15 different countries, but I've worked primarily in Tanzania, Panama, the Philippines, and Myanmar, Burma. So that's that's kind of where I've I've spent my most time. You mentioned uh, in your layover in Iceland, you know, we don't typically send missionaries to places like that. And I'm sure there are a few, but that's not one of the places that you hear of as being uh, really popular to send missionaries. Do you think that there are some, some countries overseas that are neglected as far as not really having uh, a lot of missionaries that are sent there? Absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, um, unfortunately, we, we have some areas of the world that we love to focus on when it comes to evangelism. And don't get me wrong, I'm not petitioning that we, you know, reduce evangelism in any country. I want us to always be more evangelistic. But then there are other countries that we largely just ignore. Uh, I want you to think about some numbers with me. Um, for instance, consider China as a as a mission work. Now, obviously, China is not very Christian-friendly from time to time. It's, it's not easy to do mission work there, and so it turns a lot of people away. But think about this. The population in China is roughly about 1.3 billion people. So that's, it's one-seventh, if you want to argue that, of the world's population a little bit more. And of that 1.3 billion, 1.393 billion, there are only about 40 million, and listen to this, Protestants. We're not talking about members of the Lord's Church. We're talking about people who claim to be Protestant. 40 million, which sounds like a pretty strong number, but against 1.3 billion? That's only 2.87% of the population claiming to be Protestant. And consider Russia. Russia, there's 144 uh, million, 144.5 million um, people in Russia, and only about 300,000 profess to be Protestant. Again, we're not saying members of the Lord's Church. We're saying Protestant. That is 0.2% of the population. And so, yes, I mean, we should obviously focus on, you know, everywhere we have been doing mission work, but consider those places that don't ever get mentioned. When's the last time you heard, you know, missionaries going to Norway or to Poland or to, you know, one of these other countries like China or Russia? The thing about the misconception about mission work is that it's not always going to be easy. And it's not always going to be as fruitful 
as quickly as you'd like. But we were told to go. We weren't told to, you know, pick and choose. You know, we were always talking about how people like to pick and choose what they want to obey and what they don't in the Bible, and, and we always talk about that in the negative light, but we do the same thing when it comes to souls. You know, Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh. You know, the people of Nineveh were very um, rough, but he had to go. I think there is an impediment as far as some men not really wanting to or being willing to step up and preach. And I think maybe part of that is seeing a lot of lukewarmness in, in certain places in the church. Do you think that there's a place for and a need for more men who might would be willing to preach, but they just feel like things are just too stagnant? Do you think that if those guys would turn that energy into, hey, let me go find a place that has no representatives of the Lord's church, and let me go evangelize that place as a mission field, do you think that there is a tremendous need for that and for people to realize, hey, uh, maybe I'm not comfortable with with preaching or evangelizing uh, local mission work here in the United States, for example, but but there's other places of the world, uh, other countries that are very much neglected that they could go and serve. Have, what do you think about that? I mean, there is a huge need for that. Um, you know, one of my favorite evangelists and ministers uh, was Andrew Conley, and he, he was one of the ones who first brought the gospel to the continent of Africa, and I really respect him, and, and he said in one of his lessons one time that you don't necessarily have to be a scholar, you don't have to you know know different languages in order to be an effective evangelist, but if you have a mouth and you believe in Jesus, you can tell somebody what you've done. And that's as, that's as simple as it is. And I feel like as you were talking about how, you know, some people might be hesitant to preach, um, they might feel some expectations of preaching. Well, yes, in, in the United States, the way we structure the job of a minister, there are some expectations. And, you know, you're supposed to do certain things, that, and that, that might be um, scary to some people. But remember what your job is. Remember the root is to tell somebody else about Christ and his saving message. It's as simple as that. You can write it, you can say it, you, you can you can convey that message. And if you can do that, you're already an evangelist without even knowing it. So it's not about wearing a suit and, you know, doing, uh, you know, uh, this many Bible classes a week and this, you know, being on the radio and writing this many bulletin articles. The basic message of a minister is the same one of the prophets, and that is to get the message out. Tell them the good news. Tell them the soul-saving message. That's our job. And not only, you know, from a preaching perspective, you know, a lot of people, when they think missionary, they think a preacher. But what about, in, and this is the Everyday Christian podcast, what about an everyday Christian who's not a preacher, per se, who maybe wants to go to a mission work and can get involved in medical missions, uh, could get involved in maybe educational-type missions where they're a teacher in a school somewhere, and, and then they work the gospel into that. Or uh, I know there's some missionaries in China that are teaching uh, English, but then they're using the Bible to teach English, and certainly a great thing. Or maybe even like engineering and building projects in, in third-world nations. Uh, Christians can use those types of talents 
to do mission work as well. You know, I, I love the fact that you bring that up because the congregation where I currently work in, in Arnold, Missouri, uh, we have been supporting missionaries in China who go to China as a teacher, as you said. You know, they teach English. Now, these aren't preachers. These aren't, you know, pulpit preachers who are going to stand up every Sunday morning. But what they do is they integrate their uh, the gospel into their study plans with their with their students learning English. So that's another a great way for you know, anyone can do that. You know, if you if you have the ability to teach at all, you can, you know, work that into the the system. Also, think about this. You know how many people have been converted uh, in the military? You know, they might convert somebody in another country or might convert, you know, just other members of the military. Um, my father-in-law was converted while in the military. He grew up in a in an ungodly, you know, uh, house per se. You know, they didn't really attend any type of worship and didn't really know much about God and he joined the military and just so happened to be converted by a member who was a part of the military in a different part of the country. And and so you know you can use the tools you have. You know we we can't we can't think about mission work as just simply an action. And if I don't have all of these things checked off the list then this action cannot be performed. As I said, it is a lifestyle. So wherever you go, day day in and day out, that's that's truly what mission works about. All right. In order to split this episode up into four equal segments for this month, we're going to go ahead and pause the episode now. And Lord willing, next week we will continue this discussion on mission work with Avery Hackney on the Everyday Christian Podcast. We hope that you'll tune in then. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.